You're listening to China Africa Talk. Jambo ni Bridget akikuletea kipindi kinachohusiana na China na Africa. Vous écoutez le dialogue sino-africain avec Bridget. Everything China, everything Africa. Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com Bridget. Sayidati wa sadati, marhaban bikum. Fi al-hawar al-siniy al-arabi ma'a Bridget. Welcome back to the program. This is China Africa Talk. I'm Bridget Mutambirwa. In today's episode, we look at how an agriculture project linking African countries with farmlands in China is giving rural revitalization a new alternative and the extent to which it has and can contribute to more agriculture production in Africa. The project named Technology Yard has nurtured over 60 students in 12 African countries and today we have the honor to have online project leader Professor Jiao Xiaoqiang from the Agriculture University of China together with Zambian student Ngula David Mutendago to explain the technology yard and why China and African countries need to embrace technology in agriculture towards rural revitalization. Professor Jiao and David, thank you for joining us today on China Africa Talk. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Bridget. Great. Right, Professor, you are leading a very successful project under the Belt and Road Initiative known as the Technology Yard. What exactly is this project and how is it contributing towards China's rural revitalization? Thank you so much. In order to solve the problem of last kilometer issue in our transfer to farmers, Professor Fu Suozhang in China Cut University created the naughty model called Science and Technology Backyard mm-hmm. in 2009. At the beginning, it was just a simple idea. This was to spread technology to farmers in a timely and effective manner. Professors and graduate students live in the rural area and do research based on farmer demand. Right. At the same time, we provide services to farmers without any limitation. Now, with the development of agriculture and the rural area, it has more meanings. Okay. Science and technology have developed to a multi-actor innovation platform that connecting the science community with the farming community mm. to, facilitate, to facilitate information exchange and innovation. We also have developed some activities in Africa. In the activities, uh, professors and graduate students work together with farmers based on their demand. The demand covers the issue of agriculture, rural development, and farming. On average, we stay in the rural area 200 days per year per person. In those days, we conduct technology innovation and knowledge transfer with the local farmers together. We do research in the farmers' field plot rather than in scientists' dominated research field. Mm. In the processes, local farmers participate in the whole processes and uh, use the recommended technology in their own field plots. The role of scientists is to discuss the potential solution based on their demand mm. and uh, do it with with, uh, with them together as an Okay, thank you, Professor. David, I'd like to know from you, you're from Zambia. Uh, could you give us a rough idea, a rough scenario of what rural development looks like in your region? 
Um, well, rural revitalization in Zambia is still in its infancy. Uh, why do I say so? Mm-hmm. Uh, Zambia's rural population access rate uh, to electricity currently stands at uh, less than 2%. Uh, uh, it's not rocket science uh, that access to electricity in rural areas is the bedrock of uh, rural revitalization. Mm. Uh, in the case of smallholders, uh, electricity is necessary for irrigation, but because of uh, lack of uh, electricity, smallholders' uh, uh, farming in Zambia is uh, predominantly rain-fed. Mm. Uh, in the past years, uh, attempts by the National Utility Company to increase access to electricity through extending the national grid and uh, provide uh, rural electrification have proved uh, futile. Mm. Um, in this regard, uh, the government established uh, the Rural Electrification Authority and uh, its mandate was basically to create uh, innovative approaches uh, to rural electrification. Mm. Uh, the strategy to rural electrification in Zambia has seen government adopt uh, technologies like uh, grid extension, uh, and developing mini hydropower stations uh, with generation capacity of uh, uh, between 150 kilowatts to 10 megawatts. Uh, okay. Also installing uh, mini solar grids and uh, utilizing technologies such as biomass and uh, biogas. Mm. Uh, also making use of uh, wind power and installing uh, solar home panels, uh, generally a mix of uh, power generation. Uh, despite these efforts, uh, only 4% of rural access rate through national power grid mm-hmm. has been achieved and only 7% uh, rural access rate for the solar power has been achieved. Okay, back to you, Professor. We've just heard from David explaining the situation, what rural development is like in Zambia um, and the challenges of electricity. You also just mentioned earlier that in this technology yard that you are leading, there's an effort here to bring development. You also mentioned earlier that you have students as well from developing countries. Would you say China is contributing to the sustainable rural development of developing countries? Okay, uh, in developing countries, especially in Africa, uh, agriculture play a great important role in social development. In the 1960s, when the program began, food production in China and Africa almost the same. Mm-hmm. Green yield was at one ton a hectare at that time. During the past six decades, China has faced its large and growing population successful. Now, China starts to share its uh, development experience mm-hmm. in Africa. In 2008, okay. we started to share the ITB model to African countries. Mm. Either China agriculture under the, under the support of CSC, FAO, and the World Bank, China Agriculture University has started Sino Africa ITB project. Mm. In the project, young people from Africa involved in the Sino Africa ITB project. In the second year, they do farming with local farmers with ITB approach in Africa. Okay. So this, so until now, we have trained more than 60 practical master students for Africa countries. A small yet smart program 
for agriculture development in Africa. Mm. Uh, besides, China has invested in infrastructure projects such as road, railway, and port. Those developments have resulted in improved connectivity and reduced transportation costs and increased access to markets. This can stimulate agricultural production and rural development. Okay, David, professors just mentioned the technology can simulate agricultural development and rural development. I want to know from you as a Zambian, in what ways can projects like the technology yard or similar technology projects contribute to small-scale farming in your region? Science and technology yard, uh, can supplement government extension service. Mm. We understand that uh, government extension service operates in a different manner uh, compared to the science and technology model. For example, the science and technology model involves uh, uh, professors and uh, graduate students mm. uh, interacting and living with uh, smaller farmers in their in their respective uh, villages, right. and uh, this uh, creates a sense of uh, belonging uh, within that uh, environment of the farmers and uh, professors. Therefore, uh, we see that because of this type of model, farmers are able to. Uh, accept the technology that is being presented to them mm. uh, because there is a mutual participation between uh, both parties. So in a nutshell, they, uh, basically uh, projects like the science and technology backyard uh, supplement uh, government extension uh, service. All right. Professor, when we're looking at rural revitalization, it's remained an important ingredient of China's national development. Why has this strategy of rural development remained that way? Uh, China is a large agricultural country okay. uh, whose most population lives in the rural area. Right. Agriculture is a foundation of national economy. China always puts three rural issues on the top priority. The implementation of rural revitalization is one of our effective approach to solve these challenges of culture, rural area, and farming. Okay. First of all, it is helpful to ensure food security and hence to provide enough food for the large and growing population. The strategy of rural revitalization will bring more and more advanced technology to farmers and then can be applied by farmers. Secondly, mm-hmm. it is beneficial to increase farmers' income and uh, developing industries enrich the farmers. The study will attract a large number of young people to return to their hometown, build their hometown, mm-hmm. and bring vitality and economic development opportunities. Mm-hmm to the development. Last, it is good to inherit excellent traditional Chinese culture. As Chinese revitalization is rooted in agricultural culture, and rural areas are the basic carriers of Chinese civilization. Ever wondered what's actually going on in Africa through the perspective of an African? How are things really going between China and Africa? What's the narrative of this relationship? 
Well, get a perspective with China Africa Talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get on our wavelength every week to find out what's real with China Africa Talk. Find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. We'll see you there. Okay, David. Professor mentioned rural revitalization now comes contributing positively to the economy of the rural areas. Is that the same case in Zambia as to ensure that the lives of rural farmers are improved? Well,、um, the smaller farmers、uh, lack knowledge on best、uh, agronomic practices. Okay. Therefore, providing capacity building on modern farming technologies. Will instill skills among smallholders to produce basically high quality and high yielding crops. In this regard, smallholder farmers can access export market to China or even Western countries and earn more income and also improve their well-being and, in addition, bring the much-needed foreign currency in, into Zambia. Okay.、Uh, most、uh, rural areas are not、uh, connected to the power line. Uh, grid uh, okay. uh, and also they have a poor telephone、uh, system and internet. Therefore,、uh, other technologies that require use of, for example, smartphones, unfortunately, might not be useful in Zambia. Okay.、Uh, however,、uh, bridging the digital gap will require、um, a huge investment from government or donors. Uh, or uh, cooperative organization formed by the farmers themselves、uh, in order to invest in uh, uh, digital infrastructure. Professor Zhao, among the nine key focus areas for China's rural revitalization, the first relates to a stable supply of grain and important agricultural products. How has China been able to fare through ensuring food security despite the COVID pandemic and other natural disasters? Okay, Bridget. Thank you very much.、Sure. Uh, in order to ensure food security,、uh, China has taken many measures. I can share with you several points here.、Sure. The first one is the cultivated land.、Okay. Uh, is, the cultivated land is the basis of food security in China. China firmly upholds the red line of cultivated land、uh, production,、mm-hmm. and to ensure The production of 1.1 billion hectare of acre of arable land. At the same time, China has released a series of policies to improve land productivity. All right. With this approach, the capacity of food production can be improved greatly to ensure that it can be produced and supplied. When needed, the second point is to promote advanced technologies to farmers for grain production by integrating all possible resources. Even under the COVID-19 epidemic and natural disaster, China always takes all possible measures to employ the effective technology to increase grain yield and encourage farmers to produce food. By overcoming the difficulty, the last point I want to share is to raise the、uh, the minimum purchase price of wheat and rice. 
All right, okay. And uh, at the same time, uh, to expand the coverage and the intensity of culture policy influence, and hence increase the farmers' farming enthusiasm. Those measures, but not limited to those, grain production in China increased gradually mm. during the last uh, 19 years. So there we have policies to improve agricultural production, promoting advanced technologies, exercising minimal prices of uh, wheat and rice, correct? Yes. Okay. David, against these points that Professor has just mentioned, when we look at the rural revitalization, can Africa afford to be left behind post-COVID recovery? Certainly not, Bridget. Africa cannot afford to be left behind uh, because uh, COVID-19 had a direct impact on the cost of agriculture production. Mm. We saw disruption of livelihood in rural areas. Uh, for instance, uh, in most uh, developing countries, we observed uh, a rise in the cost of agriculture inputs uh, uh, since uh, most inputs are imported, uh, making it uh, very difficult for farmers to invest in production. Mm. Simultaneously, the market for their products shrank. Many customers uh, could not afford to purchase the products from the farmers. Mm. Uh, allow me to mention that there is no such a time in history when agriculture extension service faced such unprecedented disruption right. in dissemination uh, information mm. than uh, uh, the COVID-19 period. Mm. We observed that uh, agriculture institutions such as uh, universities, colleges, uh, research institutions, and also extension uh, providers closed their business doors to implement uh, COVID-19 mitigation measures. Mm. And uh, therefore, recovering uh, from the effects of COVID-19 is not such an easy task. David, how about the learning experiences here? Um, I'd like to know from you and perhaps the listeners as well. You have different climate soils here. How are you applying the knowledge from here to Zambia? Is it not a challenge as well? What's new? What are you learning here that you can take to Zambia? Well, uh, the basic principles uh, of agriculture Mm -hmm. are the same uh, in the entire world. However, my experience here in China showed evidence of uh, chemical fertilizer increasing soil fertility Mm. and also uh, crop yield. And also we realized that uh, formulated fertilization is a strategy to produce uh, more crops uh, with less inputs, Mm. uh, which is a sustainable and eco-environmental friendly approach to crop production. Cooperation, therefore, with different fertilizer enterprises in Zambia to produce either organic or inorganic fertilizer is a feasible approach or strategy to increase crop productivity in Zambia or in Africa. Mm. And uh, we realize that technologies like the STB models, which has worked very well in China, can also be modified in a way to, to suit the local economic, social, and environmental de- demands of African setup and uh, basically create a good relationship between the smaller farmers and uh, the researchers uh, so that uh, adoption of uh, some of these technologies can be made easy. Professor Jiao, David just mentioned something that um, agriculture has universal principles, correct? That's right. Right, okay. But I'd like to know from you, Professor Jiao, which lessons can possibly be imparted by China to African countries 
there are many common issues in agricultural development in China and okay. Africa. For instance, in both sides, smallholders play a great role in agricultural development. The farming capacity of farmers from both sides are not very high to meet sustainable agriculture. Mm -hmm. However, in the past half century, China has fit its large and growing population with limited arable land in the world and created the miracle of green revolution. So there are some lessons for Africa can be learned from China. Sure. For instance, promoting small-scale farming. Mm. In the 1960s, China do not have the capacity to produce enough chemical labor for food production. Manure was the major nutrient input mm. for agricultural production. However, the amount of manure was also very limited and under that situation. Mm. Farmers in China in the 1960s collected manure materials from all possible resources, such as mud and forest. They used the organic materials in very small pieces of land mm. rather than in a large one. Gradually, the soil facility in the small piece of land improved greatly and produced high-yield grain. Then, the effects of using organic materials have been distributed in large scale, and then soil facility and productivity have, have been improved on the whole. Now, the situation in China, in Africa, is similar with okay. low soil fertility and low productivity. Africa can similarly promote small scale farming, which can help to increase agricultural productivity from learning China's experience. Okay, David, what, in your opinion, is part of the secret of China's rapid rural development that stands out for you? What I've noticed through observation and uh, literature is that the secret to rapid rural development uh, in China uh, is attributed to policy change from uh, only boosting uh, uh, food production, mm. uh, but uh, to a more integrated and uh, balanced approach uh, to improve uh, economic, uh, social, and environmental welfare of uh, countries' uh, rural population. Mm. Uh, this has uh, created a multi-dimensional evil uh, bridging uh, different institutions in one hub to provide farm mechanization services and uh, cooperative organizations. Mm. Uh, we see that uh, the commitment uh, from the Chinese government to invest heavily in network infrastructure in rural areas, including uh, roads and uh, telephone system and uh, internet, uh, and also uh, integrating uh, small-scale farmers to a wider value chain uh, is really a tap on uh, a part on their uh, on their shoulders, uh, mm. and uh, that is what stands out for me. Uh, thank you. Okay, and what in your opinion? Just to wind off, I'd like to know from you, David. What in your opinion are potential solutions for Africa's rural revitalization? Perhaps to pick a leaf from China's from China as an example. Uh, basically, uh, many African countries uh, should uh, invest heavily in infrastructure projects that support digital and uh, agricultural growth mm. in rural areas. Uh, 
for example, uh, investment in uh, dams, uh, uh, storage facilities, a good road network, of course, mm. and uh, also a telephone system and the internet. Also, a continuous process of uh, small training uh, in agronomic practices and linking them to the market for their produce is also a very, very vital for Africa's rural revitalization. Thank you. All right. Professor Jiao and David, thank you for this discussion. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Bridget. David, thank you so much, and good luck in your studies in agriculture here in China. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.